0: Hey, and welcome to The Short Stuff. I'm Josh. There's Chuck. It's just the two of us, but we're here with a horse named Charlie, <laughs> a.k.a. a crippling temporary leg cramp.
1: You know what I immediately think of when I think leg cramps now, right? No. <laughs> Remember? Oh, the yeah. Roundup?
0: <laughs> That's right. You totally got one of these, didn't you? Like, while we were yeah. recording.
1: Yeah, it's on video, everyone. If you want to go look up one of our internet roundups, uh, I wish I could remember which one. Maybe you should suffer through all of them to try and find it. But I got it just out of nowhere, like (laughs) cramping. It was so funny that we were like, all right, we should just leave that in there. We
0: have to keep it. I think I demanded (laughs) that we keep it, and that was just so great.
1: Yeah, which is weird. I don't cramp up like that much, so it was very much out of nowhere. Um, I don't know what happened.
0: Well, Chuck, you could have been over age 50 at the time.
1: No. You might have been dehydrated. Maybe, but I drink a lot of water.
0: Perhaps you've been sitting too long without moving.
1: There's always a chance of that.
0: Or standing too long on a hard surface.
1: Probably not a chance of that.
0: Or you could have been sleeping and your brain may have misdirected your leg to move, confusing your leg, resulting in a cramp fifty fifty. So those are some uh risk factors for getting a Charlie horse. But before we explain what a Charlie horse is, we should talk about the origin of the word. Do you did you read about this?
1: Yeah, it's a word that is very much American. Uh you won't hear that word in England apparently. And there are a couple of different stories that I saw, maybe more than that even, but uh in the late eighteen hundreds in baseball, one story said that there was a lame horse named Charlie And it said it pulled the roller at the Chicago White Sox ballpark. I'm not sure what that means.
0: Um, Probably whatever flattened out the dirt,
1: maybe. That's that's what I was thinking.
0: That's all I can come up with. Or maybe the thing that the hot dogs spin on as they're cooking. I'm not sure.
1: (laughs) What's the other story? (laughs) The
0: other one is that Charlie Radborn, uh, who was a pitcher, Oh, you mean Old Haas? Old Haas was another name of his, and he, I looked him up. He's the 74th greatest pitcher of all time based on oh, ERA. Wow. Yeah, um, He was also a terrible person, um, lobster boy-esque from what I can tell. Uh, <laughs> no murder involved, I don't think. But he apparently got a Charlie horse in a baseball game, in the, in the middle of a baseball game. He played for Providence in Boston mostly. Um, and it's possible that it was named after him in that significant event.
1: Yeah, what I've always heard a Charlie horse was, or how I've always used it was not just a leg cramp, but it was when you got punched in the thigh or something. Yeah, or knee, or knee somebody in the thigh, and you would give someone a Charlie horse, and you had to
0: say Charlie horse as yeah. if they didn't know what, right. what was happening. <laughs> Don't freak out; you're not imagining things. I just gave you a Charlie horse, and this is called having the wind knocked out of you. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> so. The, yeah, but it does seem to—it um, can come from that, from a sudden blow to a leg muscle. And usually it's your thigh muscle, your calf muscle, or your hamstring is where you get a, a charley horse. But as you also know, I didn't touch you that time you got one for Internet Roundup. It just came out of the blue. Out of the blue. So— a charley horse, is, it's different from like a leg cramp, say like your muscles cramping up from overuse on a long run. That's probably just from dehydration or a loss of electrolytes from sweating too much. A charley horse is kind of leg cramp, but it's a little more specialized than that. It's like a knot that just suddenly comes out of nowhere and affects one of those areas in your legs. And what's interesting to me is that medical science is like, mm, I don't know, here's some best guesses, but we're not right. 100% sure.
1: Have you, did you used to do the thing called frogging someone?
0: Yeah, that's essentially the same thing, except your knuckles on your fingers are a certain, held a certain way when you punch them, right?
1: Totally. It's a knuckle punch. And I always was um, frogged. I didn't do much frogging because I was a nice guy, but (laughs) uh, someone would stick out their center knuckle and do sort of a swiping punch across the arm. Uh Uh-huh. Not like a straight punch. Yeah. And the knuckle would hit it and cause a, the same sort of sensation, like a little knot and a bump would form.
0: Yeah, I was never very good at that either. But some kids had like almost a preternatural sense of like a, a muscular pressure point, you know?
1: Yeah. I have a feeling you were a uh, a champion pencil breaker, though.
0: <sighs> yeah. No, I don't <laughs> no. remember pencil breaking. What was that?
1: You, oh, you guys didn't do that?
0: I mean, yeah, it was I remember just some, game. Yeah, like some somebody would hold two ends, the farthest ends of the pencil, and somebody uh-huh. well, you just karate chop it.
1: Well, you would use another pencil, and you would just take uh, turns yes, until yes. the pencil broke. But there are all sorts of various techniques, you know, for maximum breakage.
0: I'd forgotten all about that. When I think pencils in school, Chuck, I think um, did you guys have the smelly pencils, like caramel uh, corn scented sure. pencils, and all that? Yeah, yeah,
1: that's what I think the, of. Those, those taste great.
0: Were you good at pencil breaking? <laughs>
1: I wasn't very good. You know, there was always the one Bugs Meenie who could do it in one fatal blow. <laughs> Is that
0: another Encyclopedia Brown reference?
1: <laughs> I think so. It's Maybe we should phone? take a break. Yeah. And we can go solve an Encyclopedia Brown crime. Okay. And then come back and talk more about Charlie Horses. All right.
0: Well, now when you're on the road driving in your truck, why not learn a thing or two from Josh and Chuck? It's stuff you should know.
1: All right.
0: Okay, so Charlie Horse, leg cramp, sudden spasm, sudden muscle, medical science is baffled. Go.
1: Yeah, so you can get a Charlie Horse at night when you're sleeping. It's called a nocturnal uh, leg cramp. And just like a daytime when it can go away very quickly or can be a few minutes, uh, I can't imagine, like the one I had an in Internet Roundup was such a tight, violent thing. Yeah. I can't imagine that going on for several minutes.
0: No, because it lasted maybe 30 seconds, probably the longest 30 seconds of your life. Ten <laughs> pretty, full yeah. <laughs> minutes of that would just be hell.
1: Yeah, and this is not the same thing as restless leg syndrome. Uh, That also happens at night, but that is when you sort of have the jimmy legs and you have the urge to move. Um, But in, I think, both cases, they don't know exactly what's going on.
0: (laughs) No, they don't. Um, But And you can actually solve both cases. If you get Charlie horses at night while you're sleeping and they wake you up, or if you have restless leg syndrome, the jimmy legs, um, you can solve both by doing stretches before bed. Um, and sometimes I get restless leg syndrome. I don't I don't know if I have it to a clinical degree or whatever, but like especially when I first lay down to go to bed, sometimes I can't sleep because my legs are just bugging me. And oh, I'll really? get up and do this hamstring stretch, and it works like a charm. Like I'll be asleep in 30 seconds afterward.
1: You know, they say stretching is just sort of one of the keys to life. Like yeah. if you start in your 20s and 30s just stretching really great uh uh, every morning and every night, then mm-hmm. your body's going to be the better for it.
0: Do you remember we did an entire episode on sarcopenia, that stoop that you get from old age? Did we? We totally did. And I think wow. that that's a really good way to combat sarcopenia is to, to be limber and stretch your back muscles too.
1: Yeah, it's all about keeping those muscles limber.
0: Yeah, let's do it, Chuck. Let's let's commit to stretching at least five nights a week. Okay. Okay.
1: Deal. Pinky sweaty. So. Uh, the other thing, yeah, virtual pinky swear. Uh, the other thing you can do, like you mentioned, is uh, plenty of fluids if you're exercising, especially because your muscles need those fluids to uh, relax and contract like they should. And you just got to, you know, if you're going out there and running or even doing a good exercise walk and you're not stretching beforehand, then what What are you doing?
0: You're a chump. You're a sucker. You're just asking you a chump.
1: for it. <laughs> you know? You're a chump. You're a chucker. <clears throat>
0: Oh, speaking of Charlie, I called you Charlie on an email, I think, yesterday. I noticed that. My head just ripped in two afterward. It just blew my mind. Why? You're not a Charlie. You're a Chuck. But the idea that it's almost like you turned into Gwyneth Paltrow and sliding (sighs) doors all of a sudden. Like, you very easily could have gone the life of a Charlie but you went the life of a Chuck, and I guarantee you, your life would be different you think? in noticeable ways had you been a Charlie. Well, you call me
1: Charles sometimes, though.
0: I'm totally different from Charlie. Agreed. You know? Charlie, it's and a you know, thing.
1: In uh, New Jersey, I went by Charles.
0: Oh, ooh-la-la. La. Did I you know. have a little pencil-thin mustache, too? <laughs> I did. And you wore really nothing did. but turtlenecks?
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> Charlie horses, I think we're done. Oh, I know. There is one more thing, right, about uh, the old eat a balanced diet thing, which they literally say for every single condition known to humanity. Right. In this case, it's really true. If you eat a balanced diet, you're going to get some good calcium and potassium, magnesium, and that's really going to help how your muscles operate. Those minerals are super important to your muscles.
0: Yeah, especially I think I read sodium and potassium, have like a 23 to 1 ratio for your intake is what you're going for on a daily basis, which is harder to do than you would think. But they, as I think sodium goes in, potassium comes out and vice versa. And when they're doing that, they actually produce this battery, this electrical charge across your cell that helps conduct electricity throughout your muscles. So, yeah, you want to have these minerals in like good amounts, And you also want to have water because water is like the thing that everything, all of these magnificent metabolic processes take place in. So if you're dehydrated and you lose a bunch of electrolytes or your electrolytes are out of proportion, you're much more susceptible to muscle cramps of all varieties. So, yeah, eat a banana. Or I saw an avocado is a really good balance of potassium and uh, sodium, too.
1: We eat a lot of avocado in our house.
0: Same here. Yumi found five for 99 cent avocados yesterday. What? That's I was impossible. like, Yeah. She's like, well, they must have been about to rot or something like that. And I checked and they were all like pre-ripened. They're like on their way to being ripe. They're not rotted at all. She got them from H Mart and I just couldn't believe it.
1: You're like, she got it at COVID R Us. So I think they're <laughs> <Right>. fine. <laughs>
0: No, I'm worried. I hadn't thought about that part. <laughs> no, I don't think that's the case. COVID-RS, great. Uh, you got anything else about Charlie horses? No, sir. Are you having one right now? I'm not. Well, that's good. Then that means, everybody, that short stuff is out.
1: Stuff You Should Know is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.